Headline Hollywood. Entertainment cronies and cinema elitists hand out awards for excellence in moving pictures. Sometimes the winners don't hold up to the test of time, so we're here in the future to tell them how they got it wrong. This is Switch the Envelope. Welcome to Switch the Envelope, a podcast about movies because horror movies. So, Corey, this is one of our episodes on Halloween. If you listened last week, you got a chance to hear our Cinovations Part 2. Special effects makeup. There we yes. go. But this week, we're going to do a little bit of a, a throwback episode for us. It's going to be one of our episodes where we just kind of vamp. Right, Corey? <laughs> it's just all vamp. No substance. No substance. <laughs> no, I'm just kidding. No, it's one of the episodes where we just kind of, it's not a not a scripted episode. It's it's one of our, or one of our episodes about movies because movies. Exactly. If you're into horror like we are, then you know the character of Randy Meeks from the movie Scream. It was a character portrayed by comedian Jamie Kennedy, who was the uh, nerdy guy who just had all the information about how to make a great scary movie. Yes, he he was the proxy for the audience in that movie. Absolutely. Yeah. And in that movie, he set down a list of rules. Rules that went through all four of their franchise movies. It's a, a, a set of rules for horror films that sort of set Scream apart from its other slasher predecessors, right? Yes, because it's being very meta yeah. on, on horror films. It's a horror film that is very self-referential about horror films. Yes. So what Corey and I are going to do is we're going to go through these rules and see if they are actually accurate for the horror genre. So we are going to dive into these rules. We're going to see if these are accurate and find some of our own. Some of our own switcher rules. They're switcher rules. Switcher rules. That sounds like a... Like a snack that you dunk in some icing or something. Something it's a that switcheroo combos would come out. <laughs> yeah, with. right. Ooh, by the way, combos. That's another golden idea. <laughs> so we're we're gonna switch the rules in this episode. Yeah, it's uh, switch the envelopes rules for surviving a horror film, <laughs> or you know whatever. So the first thing we're gonna do is we're gonna read off the established rules set forth by Randy Meeks. Yes. Yeah, so the first one: never ever assume that the killer is dead. If you have ever watched a horror film, this one is number one. The killer, by the way, never dead. Even when he's killed, yeah, never you, dead. You could you could stab him, you could shoot him, you could set him on fire, doesn't matter. Never assume the killer is dead. Yeah, you could chop off his head and he'll still show up in a sequel. And that leads us into our second rule. Always assume the villains are superhuman. Right. You can never shoot them or stab them. You have to make sure you have taken them out decapitation yeah acid baths i don't know <laughs> you have to do something to no acid baths don't work yeah you, you can't drop them from a large building or a platform or a cliff that doesn't phase them you can't shoot them and then let, let them fall out of a two-story building that doesn't work no i mean come to think of it you can't even really do decapitation halloween h2o Lori stroud chops off mike myers head and somehow he's still back for like yeah. six more they take an axe she takes an axe right to his fucking throat and lobs his head right off yeah but he's back for like you know six more uh yeah we i mean we've we mentioned this uh, i think last year on our on our halloween episode that the continuity and uh story connectivities of the halloween franchise is a little jumbled (laughs) to put it lightly but yeah i mean we're supposed to assume that michael myers in that instance 
who we think just got his head lobbed off, who is also an escaped mental patient with the IQ of a 10-year-old, according to most of the canon. He, uh, basically, yeah. He is playing 40 chess against Laurie Strode and dresses up a janitor, duct tapes his mouth, puts his mask on top of the janitor, and then sends him out to get his head summarily chopped off by Laurie Strode. And then Michael Myers is like, I got to get that mask back. <laughs> sort of my thing. Also, <laughs> where did he get the duct tape? I don't know. Yeah, right? There's some there's some questions about the uh, the ending of H2O that lead into the, the next Halloween film. But Well, it's not actually <laughs> supposed to be part of canon. Right, yeah, it's... It's part of one of the alternate timeline things that they've now corrected with the new line. But if you want more details on that, go back and listen to our Halloween episode where we talk about the continuity hiccups of the Halloween franchise. But yes, I mean he is an immortal being. Jason is an immortal being. Freddy Krueger is an immortal being that lives in your dreams. Fuck that. Right? Hey, Corey. Hey, Jeff. Before we move on with this horror fest... I think it's time that we have an official word from our unofficial sponsor at Combos. You know, it's uh, Halloween, right? Spooky season is upon us, Jeff. You know what tastes good at spooky season? Candy. You know what else tastes good at spooky season? The souls of children. Only if you're the (laughs) Sanderson sisters. (laughs) No, of course, Jeff. Combos. Combos. You know what I'm going to be handing out to all those trick-or-treaters this year? M&M's? Big bag of combos. Combos. Yeah. Well, you know, it's our time of the year to uh, call combos up and give them our suggestions for what flavors they should be doing for their Halloween bag of combos. Right, because uh, giving kids nacho cheese pretzel combos uh, might get my house egged. It's a surefire way to get your pumpkin smashed in the middle of your street. Yeah. So combos, let's... Let's work together. Let's develop some Halloween-themed combos. Combos. Our next rule here is uh, don't do anything debaucherous. Don't drink. Don't smoke. Don't curse. Don't have sex. If you're the if you're the sexy girl in the movie, if you are the guy who's the bro who's like got no shirt on, you will be the first to die. Yeah, or you're the the sort of mid-act, uh, you know, big marquee death because they got to show your boobs a couple times first. Yes. So if you have <laughs> sex in a movie, you will die. Moving yes. on to that. Um, don't ever say, I'll be right back. One of the most iconic lines from the Scream movie is the Matthew Lillard, who you find out is the killer, saying, I'll be right back. Yeah. Right? And at that time, what you find out later is that he was going to kill someone. Right. You never also say hello. Like if you're going into a another, another room, right? And you yell into an empty room, "Hello." D- don't announce yourself. Or a is anybody the there? This right. was a big thing in teen movies. If you went into a room and yelled, "Hello, is anybody there?" Who's there? Is that you, other character? That it totally isn't because they're dead in the closet. these are the main established rules but we're going to go over a couple that only apply to sequels yes so when a movie has a sequel now there's several movies that have a sequel we know the annabelle movies the chucky movies the jason movies the freddy movies the pretty much every movie i mean every horror movie the halloween movies the the what else jeepers creepers movies jeepers creepers movies they all have a sequel 
Yeah, so these are only apply to the sequel. And in the sequel, you got to raise the stakes. More bodies, more blood. Now, I don't agree with the uh, body count being bigger necessarily because some of the movies, they that's not true. But the kills get more intense or more elaborate. They get more or... more interesting. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It, yeah. It's just like going around with a machete and just kind of I like, don't know how it got ahead. more interesting with uh, Saw, who had like 15 sequels. Uh, well, see, but those already started with like an elaborate way that people were going to either maim themselves or die because of the traps. So the traps just get more and more uh, intricate, I guess. Um, some, I mean, some of the Saw movies... Uh, in the middle there, uh, some of the traps are like, well, there's no hope for this person. Like the the idea is that the person makes some sort of sacrifice against their own like ego or character flaw that helps them to escape, and they learn a valuable lesson. Only one person, spoiler alert, has ever like truly escaped uh, in these middle saw movies, and uh, everybody else ultimately cannot make that sacrifice, right? But they the the elaborate ways in which these people get fucking hooked up to contraptions it's just like well even if they make this choice they're fucked and they die like there's no surviving without an arm and learning a valuable lesson it's just like nope you're a fucking torso that's it the next rule any character can die nobody's safe nobody is safe so any character can die in a sequel so that can be even the main character it could be even the monster or the no, it can't. We've already established well, that Well, it can be the killer. It's just you know that they're going to show up in the sequel. So they didn't actually die. Uh, we're not referring to that. We're actually oh, referring no, to okay, the so characters of the movie. Yeah. So anybody, so basically, so if you're thinking about, I mean, this didn't happen, but you can think about Scream. Even the main characters of Scream can die. So the the character, we're, Scream 4, the character we're talking about mm-hmm. dies in Scream. Yeah, there are no sacred cows in yes. horror films. For sure. As as a franchise moves, you know, into the fourth, fifth films, you always need to bring it back to the core original uh, concept or characters that uh, you had in the original film. And they always do because these movies always get too far away from the original, right. and so they always somehow bring it back around to what they started. You got to have a reset. They always have a reset. Yeah. Even Psycho, one of the most original horror movies, they went really far out there. And then they came right back, and they actually, someone picked it up and tried to do the original movie. Shot for shot. Shot for shot. Gus Van Sant. It was terrible. Anne Heche, rest her soul. And then, make sure to update little portions of the movie to appeal to younger audiences. Yeah, if, uh, you know, the characters were originally in the early aughts and they had pagers and flip phones, now you got smartphones. Yes. And and they, uh, one of the characters runs a TikTok account. So, what would you do for Fear.com? Uh, fear.com, who? yeah, see, so Fear.com is all about internet spookies. It would be um, not desktop related, right? It would be in the phone. It would be an app. Yeah, it would be an app that they downloaded or something. Yeah, absolutely. You know, you, you got to keep it, got to keep it relevant because the target demographic for these movies is young teens or, you know, teens in general, right? <laughs> young is redundant. So the, the next generation of... It's not the old teens, yeah, it's the young teens? The next generation of teens are what are really going to drive your, your ticket sales here. So you got to keep making it relevant for the younger audience. But still bring in enough original 
sort of uh, motifs and characters that the people who watched it a decade ago, the original uh, installment of whatever series you're watching, uh, they have, you know, uh, still a connection to the material. Just like Final Destination, right? Final Destination, the last Final Destination movie, and there's heavy spoilers here, turns out that that movie was actually a prequel to the original. And all of the people that survive the final Final Destination movie end up on the plane that Devin Sawa sees blow up and he wakes up and gets off the plane. But those people do not get off the plane. Hmm. Yeah. Hmm. It's a cool, interesting twist where you didn't think that they were going to bring back the original stuff, but right at the end you were like, oh shit, it's the original movie. You know, and it's it's very satisfying as a fan of a franchise when they do that in a nice way, you know. Or, you know, they could do it really pandering and, you know, Laurie Strode's at a university wielding an axe. I don't know. With LL Cool J. <laughs> But th- that's it. Th- those are the Randy Meeks rules, Jeff. As established by, you know, Jamie Kennedy and Scream. Okay, we're going to play a game, Corey. Mm-hmm. It's going to be called Famous Horror Movie Quotes. Famous, Famous Horror Movie Quotes. Yeah. Yeah, I'm going to be trash at this, but go ahead. Okay. Here is Famous, Famous Horror Movie Quotes. Quotes. Yeah. <laughs> I like that. That's nice. That's going to be in your heads all the rest of the day whenever you listen to this. You're going to be working on your computers or you're going to be driving home from work or you're going to be like putting your kids to bed and you're just going to be like, famous, famous horror movie quotes. Yeah. Like, son of a bitch. This is an easy one. Where does this movie quote come from? Do you like scary movies? Oh, well, this, we've, we've been talking about this particular movie uh, all along. It is the ghost face from Scream, and he says it into a little talk box into a phone. And it's, uh, it's one of the awesome, most awesome uh, like voices of a villain that you get to hear throughout, throughout uh, an entire movie. It's one of the charms, I think, of Scream 2. Uh, not Scream 2, but of Scream as well, is that you hear the killer taunting you. Nice. Yeah. 100 points, Corey. Okay. Famous horror movie quotes. Yeah. This one is from a movie from the 80s. Mm-hmm. The quote is, be afraid. Be very afraid. Fuck. So familiar. Is this, is this a tagline or is this a quote that a character says? It's a quote the character says. Be afraid. Be very afraid. Like I can hear, I can hear this in my, in my, my, my brain space. From the 80s, you say. It is from the eighties. I, I cannot. Like I, I <laughs> like, it's from like, my favorite actor. Okay, Clue. Yeah, Clue. Clue. Good. Clue. No, it's no, from the. No. It's from a movie starring one of my favorite actors, Jeff Goldblum, The Fly. Oh, The Fly. Thank you for playing, Corey. That was our game. Famous, Famous horror movie, movie quotes. Yeah. All right, so we're going to move on to the the rules we have found for horror movies. We're going to switch the rules. Is there is there a theme song for switch the rules? <laughs> nope, nope. I think we should just let sleeping dogs lie and move on without a theme song. Rule number one. Switch the envelopes guide to surviving a horror film. Rule number one. The lone survivor. Yeah, this is more of a 
uh, a sort of, um, what do they call them in science? A theory. The theory of the lone survivor. Yes. Right? Yeah, because in most, most teen movies, there is only one survivor that survives all the madness. Yeah. You, you might as well draw straws at the beginning of this film if you're one of these characters. Yeah. And just find out which one of you is going to be the lone survivor. And then the rest of you run like fucking hell. But the he's going to catch you anyway. And we, we, gonna get you. we have to, disclaimer, this does not include the lower cast. This does not include guys like Dr. Loomis in Halloween. Yes, he survived. But really, Laurie Stroud was the only one that survived Halloween. By the way, spoiler alert for all of these movies. I mean, if they're not uh, figured out that we're going to spoil the shit out of these movies by talking about them, uh, tough shit. Like, I mean, if you haven't <laughs> seen Texas Chainsaw Massacre from the 70s yet, I mean, spoiler alert, Sally, only one that survives. She is, by by definition, the very first lone survivor and the smartest because as soon as she has a finds a way to get out of the house, she runs like hell. Yeah. Jumps in the back of a car and just keeps going. Yeah, she engaged her flight instinct. I'm telling you, Jeff, that is the only way. The next rule, and this is this really goes without saying, but nothing good happens in the woods. Ever. Like in general. Not just in movies. <laughs> Bad things happen in the woods. <laughs> yeah. Nothing good happens in a lake, in a cabin, right. in a fucking mansion, as we found out in Get Out. Right. And anything that is isolated with a heavy shrub or, or brush surrounding it, stay away. Don't even go near it. Yeah, if you're going to look for a witch in the woods with, with, with night vision, nothing good happens. Yeah, a bad time. A bad time will happen to you. <laughs> bad times to be had in the woods. Yes, ask Kristen and James from The Stranglers. Yeah. Wait. From the strangers. From the strangers. <laughs> yeah. You know, you're going to go to a cabin in the woods and you're going to develop cabin fever and your skin is going to peel off of your bones. Ugh. Gross. Yes. Nothing good happens in the woods. With absolutely awful people around you who are dicks. Yeah. You're going to be stuck in a cabin in the woods thinking you're going to have a nice time having your, your sex orgies. But uh, instead, uh, you know, Bradley uh, Whitford is... Um, you know, he's the center of a lot of horror films. He is, yeah. He's, he's in a subterranean bunker just unleashing hell on you. In That's why a, he's in uh, all the political dramas. Right. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Know what I'm saying? Know that I'm dude from the West Wing is just going to send monsters at you. It's fucked. Don't go to the woods. Just like in Deliverance. Yeah. Don't go in the fucking don't woods. Don't go to the woods. Friday the 13th. You know, don't go in the woods. Don't go on the lake. Fuck. If, if you learned anything from the end of that movie... You know, bad shit happened on that lake. Don't just go out on the lake. Yeah. Come on, did we learn nothing? Yeah, if you're, if you're, for some reason, if you've just been chased by a guy's mother, why would you go hang out in a boat? In the middle of the lake. I know you think that you're, you know, getting to a place where you can't be got, but her son drowned in that lake, and he's still there. So weird. Yeah. Fuck your boat. <laughs> if you're going to go to a cabin in the woods, don't go to the one on the left. Go to the one on the right. Right. All right. The last cabin on the right. That's better than the last cabin on the left, apparently, because the last cabin on the left, bad in the woods. And don't go to the last house on the street or whatever any of those are. Yeah. Don't do it. Because the house is the last house and it's surrounded by woods. Woods. Yeah. Don't go in the woods. All right. <laughs> Next rule. Next rule. Okay. This should be self explanatory <laughs> from just seeing any fucking movie or just being a person. Okay. <laughs> Occam's Razor. Okay. If you see. Hooves, they are horses, they are not zebra. 
<laughs> Same thing. If you see clowns, fucking run. Run like hell. Run like hell. Jump on one of those zebra or horses and ride your ass out of there. There's no more circuses. A circus yeah. is gone, right? There's right. no more circus. No, there's just like carnivals that get shut down in a week. Exactly. So yeah. if you see clowns, they're not from the circus. Run. Run yeah. from and the clowns. Especially if you've seen a, a clown outside of a the context of a circus tent, there's no need for it. No. John Wayne Gacy and Pennywise totally messed this whole thing yeah. up. Not Pennywise the band, Pennywise the right. guy from It. I, I think they understand. The giant spider. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, if, if somebody... Here, here's the thing. Kids, if anybody is talking to you from inside a sewer, I don't care if they have balloons. Fucking run. <laughs> yeah. And, and by the way, if you are a person who enjoys being around kids and bringing joy and laughter, work at fucking Disneyland or Disney World. Yeah. You know? Or, you know, like... Don't be a clown. Be Do less, magic. Be less creepy. <laughs> Do magic. Yeah. You know, work at the Magic Castle. And, you know, uh, children's magic can be just as creepy. I don't know. <laughs> you think so? There's a thin, there's a very thin line, you know, with the, like, children's performers being, like, uh, wonderfully jovial and pleasant to being, like, uh, spawns of Satan. <laughs> and I think we, we see that with clowns a lot more frequently. But, like, magicians, uh, they're cutting people in half. They're, you know, <laughs> using lots of ropes. Like, it, it can cross a line. <laughs> all right next up Corey. what's what's our next rule well i i feel like all of these uh really are like self-explanatory rules for life right but they do apply to horror films and that's don't be a dick yeah because they're the first to die you are you are first on the chopping block if you're an absolute asshole in a horror film Corey, who do you think dies first someone has sex or someone has a dick no, somebody who has sex dies at least second or third because you have to show them having sex. True. Right? So that means who dies first? The dick. Now, sometimes the asshole is one of the people having sex, right? Absolutely. Usually the dude in the sex situation is also an asshole who was an asshole to somebody previous in the film, typically one of our main lone survivor types. Does that mean Kevin Bacon was the dick in Friday the 13th? I mean, they were all kind of assholes in that movie, weren't they? <laughs> Does that mean Johnny Depp was the dick in Nightmare on Elm Street? I mean, did you see the shirt he was wearing? <laughs> I mean, he was the dick. Okay. <laughs> so, Corey, what do you think of our list? I think it's perfect. I'm sure there are many, many more that we could add to this. And if you have any ideas for how we can add to this list, switches, hit us up on Twitter at Switch Envelope or on our Instagram at Switch The Envelope and let us know what are your Horror movie survival rules. And we want to let you know that some of our movie references for this episode were movies like The Strangers, Ready or Not, Scream, Child's Play, Texas Chainsaw Massacre, Halloween, all of them. Friday the 13th, all of them. Final Destination movies. Yes. The house on the hill in the woods. On the left. On the left. <laughs> with a Blair Witch inside of it. Yeah. All of those. <laughs> <laughs> As well as some movies like The Shining and It. So make sure you go out and see any one of those horror movies. Have a happy Halloween. And we'll see you next time, Switches. We'll see you later, Switches. Switch the Envelope is a Riff Laugh production. Switch the Envelope is written and produced by Jeff and Corey. And Switch the Envelope is mixed and mastered at Studio 85. 
Join us next week when we do the history of fiction, Robin Hood, Prince of Thieves. And the following week, we will be presenting our third installment of Cinovation's Special Effects Makeup.